Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today I am thrilled and honored to have the two uh, hosts of the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. And I'm thrilled and honored to call them members of the Zoo Tycoon crew. We have, of course, uh, an OG longstanding member Episode two, folks. He was on episode two of this thing back in 2011. Uh, wow. Michael McCall. No, I wish. I, <laughs> okay. Can you imagine we doing that for like 20 years? No. I was going to uh, say, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> 2018, though, yeah. I think. Hey, this is still a lot of we've, years. We've aged so much. We've grown. It's, I look like the Crypt Keeper. I was closer now. to my high school self uh, <laughs> yeah. being mean to people for no reason to make myself feel better in 2018 yeah. than I am now, my enlightened, uh, empathetic self. Oh, interesting. I thought you were going to say you were closer to looking like your high school self. Well, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Michael McCuller, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Are you ready to hear <gasps> your 2023 sound effect? I haven't heard my sound effect yet. Yes, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a Amazing. good one. <laughs> I was like, I people have been giving me a lot of suggestions mm. for songs that work with stars. Okay. And I was like, ah, I will pocket these for later because I have the ultimate song that has the word <laughs> stars in it. Our national anthem. That's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Roxy Polk joins us as well. Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show in the year 2023. It's 2023. Happy to be here. Hello. Hi. Absolutely. Are you ready to hear your 2023 sound effect? Yeah, this is my first one. I'm incredibly excited. What's it going to be? Okay. Here we go. The lady Reagan and the chips is gonna be Roxy. Oh. Jill Sandwich. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Jill Sandwich at the end. I had to kind of throw a video game thing in there. Double yeah. whammy. Uh, yeah, my name and Jill. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Have you seen Chicago? I have. I frequently get asked if like my I was named in inspiration of Chicago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was also named after Chicago. Uh, my name is Jeremy Cellophane. <laughs> um, well, it's great to have you both here. I am. I still, as of this very moment, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to title this episode. I think I'm just going to title it the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. Okay. Yeah. This episode, because what I intend to do here is just to talk to you guys, and I really should have done this off mic, but uh, talk to you guys about. Your podcast, you know, horror films, horror games with you guys, what made you want to do it, all that good stuff, your friendship, your collab in general, yeah. uh, all of that will be kind of saved for the main event. So uh, I know the listeners are going to be so, they're going to be curious, how do these people even know each other? They're going to be screaming <laughs> at their microphone or at their headphones. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we'll get there. First, I want to hear about gaming, video games. Uh, what have you guys been playing? Uh, Roxy, let's start with you. What have you been playing or messing around with? Uh, well, the game I am always eternally playing now is Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> it's like mm. the main game I stream as well. 
Should have uh, made that your sound effect. It, I mean, effect. Resident Evil is one of my favorite series of all time also. So honestly, it both works perfectly. So like yeah. 6.3, the latest update just came out this past week. Um, so oh, wow. I played through the next chunk of story, did the new raid and trial series. Well, not trial series, raid series, new trial. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I really just wish that I jumped in on this back in back when you always can i am like relatively a new player and i uh have a problem with i feel like everybody who gets this far into the game tries to recruit everybody else they know just because they love it so much uh so what what are you playing it on i i i will i will join your cult i love final fantasy i i love that series that's my maybe favorite series really Um, yeah oh my god i've never and i've never i've always been so intimidated by the mmo so i don't even play mmos and this is my favorite final fantasy like story gameplay everything i didn't i didn't think it would happen to me (laughs) oh man (laughs) listen i gotta jump in here jeremy don't do it (laughs) hey shut up mikey (laughs) i can't lose you too (laughs) is it like a is it a game like a wow where you just kind of sucks you in and you're they're, okay. And they're they're making no Roxy and, changes and, her online identity for it. No, it's simple. You can yeah. casual play it on your phone on a bus stop real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're working on on Steam Deck. Okay, so maybe you could play it on a bus stop someday. Um, wow. But they're working hard to make it like playable as a single player experience. So even if you don't like jive with any of the MMO elements, you can play a lot of it like single player, which is really cool. Like they're going back and improving a lot of the original content and stuff, building backwards. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I uh, I definitely want to. I definitely think I might check it out at some point. Um, but I, I did you say you were what you were playing it on? Oh, it's you can play it on any. Uh, system. I play it on PS4, but you can play it on PC. You can play it on oh, PS4 as well. You're still rocking the PS4. And it's, I, and yeah, it's, I use a and PlayStation. And it's playing great on that. And mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Wait. What did you say about the PS4 controller? Sorry, I, I still use a you. PS4 controller to play it. Yeah. You can totally play it yeah. with the controller. Um. Which I mean. It definitely would probably be more optimal if you were using keyboard and mouse, but whatever. I don't care. I'm a console scrub. I'm going to keep using a controller. Yeah, me too. Okay. I love this. You're saying all the right things to get me <laughs> okay, in, great. in the door, you know? <laughs> Console gaming. Uh, it doesn't ruin your whole life and you have to like move away from town because no one likes you anymore. Okay, I love this. Uh, the... Um, uh yeah oh and we, i don't know why I, the ps4 controller i think better than the ps5 controller oh really i like the i like the ps4 controller so much better than the ps4 hmm. it's Not so me. much better in my hands i just i, I don't can't have one yet so i yeah. don't have an opinion yet but i mean the ps4 controller ps2 you know ps3 that size has been perfect for me i think the ps5 yeah. controller is a bit bigger correct mikey it's a little bigger, yeah. It is also, that why you like it? Or can, can we talk? Like, listen, I've had this bug up my butt for years. No. How come the dual <laughs> the PS5 controller? The reason I was surprised to hear you say that because that is the first PlayStation controller that I've really felt like kind of fits. But those nice. sticks on the PlayStation yeah. controller are suck. in the wrong spot. Am They're I crazy? Just, they just suck. Yeah, it's it's. It's a fine placement if you only need sticks and triggers, but if you have to thumb travel from stick to button, yeah, I'm 
I'm losing minutes of my life doing that. <laughs> I just feel like the original PlayStation controller had the D-pad and they were like, yeah. this is where your left thumb goes. And then they had to just like at the last minute slap on sticks. Bolted it on. And yeah. so it's clearly it, not yeah. in the right place. And yet right. they just That's... stayed there. I don't know. I feel like a, 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 a emperor's got new clothes. It's like the sticks should be where the Xbox has the sticks, right? No. That, I mean, that's the best one. That's the best one. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's the, the best Xbox. One. It's the best one. Yeah. Because it's the sticks are in the right place. And Nintendo, yeah. too. N the innovator of all controllers is just like, yeah, Xbox did it right. Let's just make that for our pro controller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Copy Easy. paste. Done. Done. <laughs> the, the original PS1 controller was like, what if the SNES controller was the exact same? <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Uh, thank you, Roxy McCaller. What have you been messing around with? Well, I I, I did a dirty thing. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Confession. Late last night, I once again downloaded Marvel Snap. Uh -oh. oh, my God. Oh, wow. Mikey, do we need to have an intervention? Or Listen, are you gonna I just gave Roxy a bunch are. of shit about Final Fantasy XIV. Took over your <laughs> yeah. whole life. I fell asleep on the couch playing Marvel Snap. Oh my God. And then I woke up and it was just on my phone. So I just like opened my phone and it was still there. And I just played some more. And then I did a podcast. It's bad. I should not have Marvel Snap allowed in my life. Wait, That's so. wild. So, Mike, are you saying you blacked out and it was just suddenly on your phone? You don't even remember downloading <laughs> kind it? Kind of. Kind of. I feel like I saw an Instagram ad or like I was reading somebody's like year end top 10 and they mentioned Marvel Snap. And it is like uh, uh, an addiction. It's just like it, it's got in my brain and I was like, all right, well, I'm back. I'm going to delete it right after we do this podcast. I don't want to play it anymore. I don't want to. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll delete it for good for sure this time, Mikey. I believe in you. Yeah. Each time I delete it, the time before I re-download it is longer and longer. So I think okay. on, on a long enough time scale, I will balance it out and play it as much as I played, you know, a, a regular 60-hour yeah. Zelda game. Um, the uh, July got into uh, uh, Marvel Snap pretty hard. Oh, really? As well, yeah. And I feel like it's just... Uh, taking people down anytime they put it on their phone down uh -huh. man down man down you know get a medic in here yeah. they're down <laughs> it, it is a blink and time is gone game it's so fun wow. it's like you're constantly getting new cards i have i've never spent a dollar on it i, I just, oh that's and i'm leveling actually. up and getting stuff so fast uh it's just Man, what a perfect game. Uh, I know our friend Jacques is big on Slay the Spire, which is another card battler. Mm. And that's a game that I have on multiple streaming services, you know, the PlayStation Plus mm. and Game Pass type services. And I'm afraid of it now. If if Jacques was like, Marvel Snap is good, but it's no Slay the Spire, I was like, uh-oh. Like, like, imagine if you were a drug addict and they made a new crack. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> like, made the best. They made, like, wonderful yeah i say the spire is amazing i tasted the sweetness of that game yeah and then kind of did like okay close the app like don't i can't now i can't now it was like a love affair you know like mm -hmm. like you're Before at the christmas sunrise. party and then uh you you and, a, and your coworker kiss in the closet and you're like wait no not now now's a bad time we're at the christmas party <laughs> Right at the That's... Christmas party, Donna. <laughs> You're one of the lucky ones who was there. able to escape. Most men kiss Donna and 
Before you know it, and they're married, and then a toaster falls yeah. in the bathtub, and she's got their life insurance. The Black Widow. She's the Black as Widow. She's been known. Oh. Has been, has been known <laughs> the Black Widow killer. Yeah. Uh, Debbie would have been better for that. Debbie is the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Joan Cusack. So great, great. performance. Um, okay. Uh, I have been messing around with. Well, I guess I don't know if Connor wants me to do this. Oh. I'll check in. Game. Maybe I'll check. Maybe I'll check in okay. with him. Well, I, I I'm playing a bunch of stuff for podcasts, so mm. it's like it's hard. I don't really want to talk about certain things. Maybe I won't. What's something I'm playing not for podcasts? <laughs> uh, um, I have been um new releases. Uh, new releases. What have I been? New playing? God of War, maybe. I beat that. Talked about it. Okay. Oh, I need to make. I know what I need to do right away. Make a correction to last week's episode. Uh-huh. La- <laughs> so this is, and this is just look, folks. Sometimes we don't have all the information when we're when we're talking, and we're just saying stuff and blah 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 and whatever. I'm sitting there with Mikey Stevens and Jacques Maladieu, and I'm recommending a movie I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the movie's called This Place Rules. Mm. Uh, it's a documentary by this guy named Andrew Callahan about kind of the v- events leading up to the January 6th insurrection. Mm. Oh, wow. And it's really cool. It was like an A24, an absolutely produced movie. Since that recording, Andrew Callahan has been canceled big time. <laughs> oh. So I need to just go out and say, look, I had no idea. I'm not doubling down on this guy. <laughs> I I do not recommend the movie. I rescind my recommendation okay. to, to watching the movie. Um and and uh, and like pretty I haven't looked too deeply into why he's making it, but I what I saw was pretty gnarly stuff. So Okay. Uh yeah. Got sorry Jeremy, about that if <laughs> I'm officially moving you back onto the side of the angels. I've got one of those Thank uh, um, you. A, a, a magnet on my fridge with all my it's friends' like faces. Old, yeah, it's like an old style, like Bayonetta, like angel de- de- demon, like art, uh, old Catholic art. You know? Yeah, it's a stained glass yeah. window above my fridge. And yeah. it just, it just uh, keeping track, just keeping track. Who's on the side of the angels? Still recommend Paul T. Goldman. Great show on Peacock. I but, love uh, Paul T. Goldman. Col- oh, Paul T. Goldman, great. And so far, not canceled. Uh, Although real quick, uh, on Paul T. Goldman, I, I've only watched the first uh, two or three episodes, maybe. Yeah. Are they mean to that guy? Are they doing the Tim and Eric finding adult and uh, clowning on him? I don't know, but my guess is I don't know. I don't know because I've only seen. I'm caught up, but okay. I I think there's only. I think there is only four episodes. Mm. Uh, so, I think it's you're supposed to. I. Where I think it's going is that he's just a pathological liar. Paul mm. T. Goldman is. That That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. I think he's sort of hoodwinking them. That would be, okay. I would be okay with that if he had j- just a little bit of power. I think he has all of the power. Okay, like Because you're finding out more and more that his nonfiction book is... He, would, he keeps saying, at one point, he's like, oh, it's 100% true, everything in there. And the, as the series comes on, he's like, 97% true, everything in there. <laughs> yeah. 95% true, everything mm. in this book. <laughs> so I think it's gonna, it's starting to come out how okay. much is fabricated. Roxy, yeah, story. check anyway, out Paul, Paul I've Goldman, never seen this show, so I'm just like imagining whatever it is based on these snippets you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a true crime documentary that's, that is being dramatized 
okay. where the victim of the true crime is insisting on playing himself. Oh, and like that's the fiction, correct? This isn't like real, real like. Well, meta. that's the thing. Is he it? put out an actual book. Like he wrote a book about like he married his wife and then she did a bunch of crimes, and so he put out a book <laughs> on like <laughs> on yeah. like what happened. But then they're like, okay, we're going to dramatize this, and he's just like, he wrote the screenplay for the dramatization. <laughs> yeah. They're also doing Talking Heads and also having him read from the book as like voiceover. So it's just like this right. meta fiction. That and is you're- weird. Okay. Yeah, he keeps breaking the scene to look into the camera and explain things, which I don't <laughs> think is part of the script. Yeah, he's oh, like wow. adding to the script, at like. I'm just oh, live, yeah. just doing it live. Once, once he asks for a text response from the audience watching the movie, I what? yes, yeah, I couldn't have giggled more. Uh, what yeah. a delight! What a delight that a character could do that in a movie. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, I, I guess I could talk about this. I've been playing um, a. Uh, I I turned on. Uh, Mario sixty four. DS. Oh my God, uh, you did it. So I, yes. So like we, we're covering, and this is sort of a Patreon plug, so I feel I, I'm safe. I'm in this zone. We're about to release uh, our first two episodes of the Super Mario 64 Games Club. Uh, the two lovely people here on the episode with me are on these two episodes. It's It's been really, really fun to rediscover this game. We're treating it like an actual book club, but that game came up a bunch while we were recording and I have it. So I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's really nothing to go get 10 stars in Mario real Uh quick. I mean, that's, that's doesn't take time at all. So I was like, I laid, I got in bed and got my, my beautiful new Nintendo 3DS XL out and got my little, so I'm playing it on like kind of a bigger screen and, Oh, and the slider, I have the slider, so I'm not playing it with a D-pad. That's which a game is, changer on that game, oh. for sure. Literally, I kept switching to just see what it would be like with a D-pad, <laughs> and I don't know how y'all did it. Yeah. I don't know how y'all did it. It's it's whack. <laughs> it's just <times>. so whack. <laughs> and the run button does not help, like having that dedicated run button. Oh. There's also a weird mechanic where if you hold the run button, the character just runs in place. Like a Looney Tunes character, and then you can like push a direction, and he'll take off in that That's direction. Cool. Does it leave a cloud of smoke in the shape of Mario? No, I missed mistake. opportunity. Uh, are also, you finding like new stars? Like I, I, I yes. haven't played a ton of that game. Like there's more oh, stars. Really? There's more worlds. There's more stars. There's more everything. There's a there's a um a kind of a uh uh a little world where you go and get a star that's sort of like. Isle Delfino Hold in that on. game. That's <laughs> wild. No one told me that. <laughs> yeah, it's got the like do 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 the like the music starts playing and then you're just like in a little island. This changes everything for me. <laughs> I, it, I yeah, was clowning yeah, on who was it? July who was playing it on right. DS and Probably. Let's just say it was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know there was more. Listen, that was like kind of the rumor going around with like Mario Odyssey that there was going to be DLC. And I think like on the Mario Odyssey map, you can see a dolphin shaped island. So everybody was like, that's Hmm. DLC part one is Mario Sunshine. I would love to go back to Mario Sunshine. There's nothing I love more than like Mario Party or Mario Kart where they're just like, all right, you're back in Peach's Castle. You're back in the place you remember. Like show me more of it. 
I love uh, Isle Delfino as a Mario Kart stage. Yes. It's great. Yeah. It, it's it's the video game version of those dreams that everybody living in New York has where you just find a trap door in your apartment and there's more space. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you're so you know this space so intimately and to find out there's more is uh is so thrilling. Yeah. I'll go into like um, maybe more details because I think I'm uh, like on the program on the actual Super Mario 64 Games Club program because I think I'm going to play it parallel. Wow. And oh. like just just to kind of because like one thing that tripped me up right away was like in bob Battlefield I think star number three is just a complete subversion oh. of, huh. of of what you think it's supposed to be. Oh. Like Okay. Yeah, they take they take out they they take out the star where you jump to the island and hit the block to get the star. Mm-hmm. That block's just gone and they make you collect silver stars throughout the stage oh. to get a gold star. And silver stars are like a big part of that game. They like every stage mm-hmm. seems to have silver stars, yeah. which is it's it's kind of like that star was always very easy to get, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm I'm doing now I'm hunting for something. Mm-hmm. I'm and it's super weird. Like that the game opens and you're playing as Yoshi right away. Wait, that's yeah. the opener? You don't open the play opener. As Mario. Yeah. Okay. The open it oh, the game open <laughs> yeah, okay. you have I'm to go to unlock detail. Mario yeah. in Mario 64. The, <laughs> the opener is Mario, Luigi, and Wario are hanging out. They all emerge from pipes at Peach's Castle. And then they run towards the castle and they're all like super excited. And there's even a joke where Luigi like jumps on Wario's head. Like they're all like friends. And (laughs) then Yoshi, it it goes to like Yoshi's asleep on the castle. And he's like snoozing on top where you find him in the, where he is. And then he like jumps down and Lakitu's like, hey, it's the same thing. It's like a news thing. They're like, it's breaking news. Like you gotta get help. You gotta go get <laughs> go inside, Yoshi. And then Yoshi, like, he has his tongue and everything. It's like super. It's super weird. You have to fight Bobom, Big Bobom twice. King Bobom. King Bobom. Oh, yeah. In in that stage, like he, he's connected to two different stars. Hmm. Worrisome. He's grown more powerful it's, in the time since we've left him. Yes, he's grow- he grows two times more powerful. In in the Yoshi fight, he throws bombs at you, and you have to he's suck them up and shoot them. Yeah, he's learned. <laughs> Machine learning. <laughs> and, then, and then you go fight him again as Mario. But there's something really creepy in this game. I don't know if you know this, McCaller. Or, Roxy, have you played any of this game? Uh, like, not the 3DS version at all. All of this yeah. is new information for me. And okay. I can't believe how different it is. <laughs> There are, this game is the game that introduced the idea of like Cappy, where like if Mario puts his cat on somebody, he becomes them. In this game, (laughs) there are enemies walking around. There's Goombas walking around with different characters' hats on. What? And if you're Yoshi and you suck up that Goomba with Mario's hat, you become Mario. You just but <laughs> yes, you transform. Yoshi becomes Mario, and the voice doesn't change. So you're running around as Mario with Yoshi's voice. 
my god. This is a it's fever de- dream. It is, it is demonic. <laughs> it is demonic because he's like, quicker. And it's like Mario. And so, yeah. And so you beat Bob Omb as there, like the like the uh the big Koopa race. He won't race Yoshi. He's like, I'm waiting for Mario. I don't know you, Yoshi. So you have to <laughs> run and find Mario's hat, suck him up, and then go pretend to be Mario. There's, it, it's like there's so many levels on top of it. It's like, this is something me and Roxy were just discussing. Like, where is Mario's soul in all of this? Yes. Like, what, yeah, what is like the what? truth of Mario at this point? If he's transferred yes. to a Goomba and then to Yoshi, and also theoretically his body is somewhere else? Well, what's castle? weird is when when the Goomba's wearing his hat, it's just a Goomba with a cool Mario fit. It's not mm, like okay. Goomba has Mario's yeah, that's power. That's a good point. Yeah, it's not like the Goomba is Mario, but Yoshi has right. the ability to transform into Mario. It's like they've all made a pact where <laughs> if you find my hat, you can have my soul. You can borrow my soul. I've said that about my hat. For yeah. Years. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the movie The Cobbler, where when Adam Sandler puts on someone else's shoes, he becomes them. Cool. Wait, is that seriously the plot to that movie? That's it is the worst no. movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Sounds awful. And I saw Jack and Jill. Oh, and Jack wow. And Jill okay. Is l- beyond much better. Th- okay, we got to get It's to like high term phrase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have some new releases uh, for, new yes, new games came out um, uh, recently. Let's talk about them. So uh, how are you guys with uh, Lone Ruin? Oh. Don't are you guys looking forward to this? I actually don't know what this is. <laughs> this is a Switch and PC game. Um, okay. Action genre. Hmm. What was the name? Okay, again? Lone Ruin. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy, before you go hunting, uh, there is a bit we do on the show where I just straight up say the name of titles that have come out, and there are a hundred titles that you probably never heard. Oh, of, so. okay. <laughs> Sorry to spoil Fair. a bit, but how about Children of Silent Town? <laughs> Uh, is it related to Silent Hill? Is it a Silent Hill spinoff for kids? It does look like a, it looks like a kind of a scary kids puzzle game. Okay. I'm into it. I can, I, I can play that. I am into puzzles and am very stupid. So that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> I, I will say that Roxy, you did bring up, this is making me think, what if there was a game called Children of Silent Hill? Mm-hmm. And it was like a chibi Silent Hill. <laughs> that would be amazing. We're like you have to team up with Pyramid Head and like solve the mystery of Silent Hill. <laughs> they have to become friends, or like I don't know, was Muppet Babies a similar premise? Yes, the yeah. Adult characters, Silent Hill Babies. There you go. I want a Muppet Babies of Silent Hill where it's just a bunch of human characters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like James. James is rolling in. He's uh, uh, okay. playing with another girl who's not his little cute girlfriend. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because yes. she stayed home from school sick. James has a tiny pillow. That's his like oh action God. figure. Um, okay, Cart Rider Drift. I love a cart game that has no recognizable IP attached. <laughs> it sounds so generic. What was his name again? Yeah. Just, it's Cart Rider Drift. Just Cart Rider. Okay, yeah, it gives us nothing. Yeah, nothing. Could be anything. The big, sub, the big subtitle: Drifting. 
Mm-hmm. And this is not on races. Switch. So don't think you can play this on the go. <laughs> not on Switch. Set aside uh, a night. Yeah. Vengeful Guardian Moonrider. That sounds T for teen. That sounds kind of metal. Could be. It is. I, that's the image. It look. It's. It's almost got like the Warhammer font. Okay. Know? That Vermintide font. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they feel very confident uh, about their identity, I guess. <laughs> so they can. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot got a upgrade to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Oh, fancy! Our, our friend Tyler Schnupp will be excited. Yeah, he loves I, Dragon there's Ball. A, there's a world where I lose everything in my life and I have suddenly have a ton of time to play games and I turn this game on, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining like I lose all my friends and my family and I don't have a job and there's this window I don't have anything to do. There is like a, th- this idea of like a video game that is the indicator of rock bottom. <laughs> right. Like you've yeah. not turned it on. Unfortunately for me, it is Final Fantasy XIV. Mikey, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Wow. Shots I'm gonna fired. force him to record a scary basement episode in the game. So he says all this, but he's still gonna have to create a character at some point. Yeah. That's right. And it's gonna be the yeah. worst moment of my life. How's that character? He creator? says Robust? that because he's gonna secretly like it and then he'll be like, No, no, I'm I here bet forever. You, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the fear. Yeah, the fear is always that you'll like it too. But it's like, oh, I I'm not I'm not taking you up on your offer to do cocaine. Mm-hmm. Not because I think I'll have a bad time. <laughs> uh, it's too delicious. This is a game I'm slightly interested in, um, although I'm not a fan of this series. Are y'all anime fans here? I know McCuller's not. Mm-hmm. Roxy, are you, do you like anime? Uh, yeah, but I'm not up to date. I'm okay. A little more. Are you a One Piece fan? I am, but I am also not up to date. I'm still in Thriller Bark, if that means anything to anybody. It's pretty far back. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. One Piece is one of these like giant, it's like a Dragon Ball where it's like just so many episodes, right? It's like a ton. Yes. It's very, it's very good too. I will say it's like one of the few shonen shows I'm like, I want to recommend this to people, but then that's like their whole life. So right. I get it. Uh, for the uninitiated, it's like if you've ever seen the character with like rolled up jeans and a straw hat, Mm -hmm. that's one, one piece. Uh, it's one piece. Odyssey came out for, all the major consoles, not Switch, but it is a Bandai Namco role-playing game. Is it like I open no world I, or? I I I I want to look up more about this game because it looks like really you know beautiful, like like a big fun cool Hell beautiful. Yeah. It's got a great meta score. Uh oh. Should I get back into One Piece? Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's an RPG. It's a classic turn-based. RPG in the style of Dragon Quest. I played like a turn-based RPG in so long. It's aimed directly at One Piece fans. The art style looks amazing. It kind of looks like a Dragon Quest. It does look Ah, cool. Man. Ah. Okay, maybe I need to play this. Oh, man. It looks really beautiful. This is the one. There's always one per episode I read in the new releases where I'm like, ooh. Uh Uh-oh. That looks good. Uh, and it was One Piece Odyssey. And it was not Gigantosaurus Dino Cart. <laughs> Another cart game. At least we don't Another think it's about game. this time. It's about It dinosaurs. is annually. Uh, this is cart racing week. When all yeah, the cart, cart racers mm, drop and we all get excited about them. Yeah. When, and Garfield and Sonic are taking a year off. So now it's Gigantosaurus's time to shine. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. The, Finally. the mascot for, for the Dollar Tree. 
Um, there's not much news out. The Justin Roiland news hit another uh, another thing where I think we're I don't know I don't know what Justin Roiland. It was discovered that he had a. Uh, it's saying on Kotaku sexual harassment, but oh. I, th- I, I think it was assault and battery. Yeah, I think, I, it, was I think it was a domestic violence. I think it charge. was worse. Yeah, <laughs> I think it. I think it was. I yeah. Uh, in 2020, so this is like a couple of years back. Uh, we don't know. I don't know if we know everything about the what the case, the case, and everything, but. More folk thinking about Alec in this moment. Yes. Um, hearts and minds go out. You know, we My just friend wanna, Alec you know. uh, wrote uh, High on Life, which, oh, I you know, we should talk about High on Life a little bit. Have you touched that at all, Jeremy? I have, and we talked about it just very briefly on the on the first 2023 episode back, but are you finished with it? Or are you, I, I haven't beaten it yet, but I really like it. It's great. It's yeah, really good it's, and fun it's, and it's uh, great. like feels nice. Now this is a weird scenario because normally I'd be like, "Well, yeah, but it's you know the creator's a bad man. Maybe mm-hmm. we should put it away." But then the writer's my close friend, right? Yeah, <laughs> we like what the writer. I, I know what? him. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, but I did, I did like the opening. I thought the opening was really thrilling and like, mm-hmm. Roxy, are you into this high on life game? Have you played any of it? Uh, I actually haven't heard of it before. Sorry. Okay. It's the, it's it. Justin Roiland for the, again, for the initiative, he's the Rick and Morty guy. So, uh, he made the Rick and Morty people squanch games. His gaming company made a game called high on life mm. and it's got a lot of comedians like Tim Robinson and stuff are doing voices in the game. And, uh yeah, it's very funny and it was it was kind of a fun opening. I didn't get very far into it though. I always thought I'd turn it back on, but Yeah. Uh think think about it. Just Oh uh, wait, yeah. this came out a bit ago, didn't it? Yeah, it came out like right before Christmas maybe? Yeah, it was very late in the year. Okay. Um it it, it ends up getting kind of like Metroid Prime. We're like huh. as, I, Yes, I heard this. As yeah. you get new guns, you can go back and and explore yeah. more. And yeah, That's the guns cool. are all funny. Uh the your guns talk to you. You're like holding them and you see their yeah. faces they're looking like creatures. Back at you. <laughs> yeah. And they're all yeah, they're all aliens. And yeah, it's all funny. Uh I, I don't know. Alec feel good does about a, Alec Justin does Roiland. the voice of the monitor, like the your in ear monitor guy. Oh, uh-huh. really? Yeah. I didn't, so like the your your guy little guy in your visor who's talking to you. I didn't pick up on that. That's fun. Yeah, cool. that's but Alec. Uh, then, yeah, and our friend Alec, who's been on the show a bunch, Alec um, of Mr. Boop fame, uh, uh, wrote it. Like, he was the head writer, right? Yeah, he's the head writer of the game. Yeah. And Oh, really? Yeah, he was working on it for a long time, and, you know, a lot of his... It's not... You know, Justin Roiland's obviously such a domineering presence in the game. His voice is all over that thing, but it's it's... A lot of that, a lot of the humor in there too is a lot of Alex stuff too, which yeah. is great mm. because he says such a fun, creative mind. I also uh, saw that the Red Letter Media guys are in there. Do you guys like the Red Letter Media? I remember the Star Wars reviews, right? Star, Star Wars reviews are like how they got famous, but that's yeah. probably like the least of the good stuff they've done mm. over the years. Uh, they're really great, just movie review people, mm-hmm. but. They are in the game as aliens, just like you go to a theater and they're just sitting in the theater watch- and they're like doing like an MST3K thing for like that's a cool. movie in there. Yeah. And it's just oh. something you can stumble upon, not not a major part of it. Well, I think that's one of the things about games is there's so many people involved with making them. You can't attribute just one single person to doing it unless literally one single person did the entire game. Mm-hmm. So right, it sounds like right. there's a lot of 
good people involved with it too. Yeah, well and I mean, this might be the first time too that like something like this. I'm trying to think if there's anything at UCB where like a friend, a close friend to me personally, was like, uh, like also harmed close to somebody by, or yeah. har- or harmed yeah, by like somebody's harm. like cancellation was like wrapped up in that. I don't know really. I don't really remember if there's anybody. I can't remember even knowing anybody who's really been our, outed. Our friend Dana was working on like a Louis C.K. show. That's oh. the, probably the closest. Yeah, yeah, when that yeah. Whole that's right. Situation yeah. happened. Um, the cops one. Yeah, she seemed yeah. to bounce back. Well, and now right, she's working on a she, Justin Roiland show. But she, yes, she's <laughs> oh, no. on. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! She's on Solar Opposites. We have to save our friends. How do we save our friends from Justin <laughs> Roiland? Yikes. Too Yikes. Bad. Um uh okay, what about this? This is a this is okay, that was a sad one. How about a fun one? Uh we got a fun Where did I put it? I put it somewhere. Here we go. No. I love fun. Let's go for fun. Yeah, let's do fun. Okay, here we go. Uh I pulled up an article from GameSpot. The best video game commercials of all time. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. So, uh, first of all, let's go around the horn before I even look at this. What is your favorite video game commercial? Everybody here. I remember uh, a live action Metroid Prime commercial where they had like a a real life Samus walking around and I was not Metroid Prime was my first Metroid game and that was um I was like kind of hearing about Metroid like it's cool that Metroid's coming back on GameCube and then I saw that commercial and I said you got me fellas yeah I'm here for you uh, yeah, I love that. I would, I'll, Roxy, I'll also take just if you can remember one. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, yeah. so Mikey, you'll probably be kicking yourself for not saying this one instead. There's a Resident Evil 2 live action one that I believe the commercial was even directed Whoa. by Romero, right? Yeah. What? Yep, yeah. What? Yep, it's like promoing George? it. There's people. Yep, George <laughs> A. Romero. <laughs> Uh, there's a Claire and a Leon, like in full cosplay. They're in Raccoon City. They go to the police department. It's really good. I highly recommend it if you have not seen it. Oh my God. I wonder if I'm going to play this at the end of the episode. You you should. Sometimes I'll end an episode on a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like the best one. There's also a traumatic one that I was reminded of recently. That is like a Super Mario 2, I think, commercial that is just like, a gigantic, comically gigantic man eating food really gross in an Italian restaurant cut in between oh, images of the yeah. game. And it's like, why would that make me want to play the game? And at the end, he like explodes and there's just like gross shit all over everybody yeah. in the restaurant. And it's like, why yeah. would I want to huh. play your game after doing that? Worst commercial I think, I've ever seen. I, I, I want to, is it man explodes <laughs> commercial video game it's I remember a mario this because game of, i think it's mario 2 but i'm not sure it's the play it loud campaign that's I okay think. it was from a right? specific ad campaign i can't even remember that part <laughs> yeah it's when nintendo was trying to be edgy oh, yeah. God, and instead they were just gross <laughs> yeah well yeah it felt like that was like the response to sega right sega was mm, like we're loud like we do what nintendo cool. so nintendo mm. like does what Nintendo is not good at, and it comes out like a man exploding. Like it's clearly 
Uh, it, it's like when your friend comes back from summer vacation and he's like dyed his hair blonde yeah. and spiked, and you're like, "That's not you, Tyler. You're a be- you're a different person. This is not working." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, a difference between owning that look and just pretending at that look. You know, yeah. Maybe Tyler yeah. could have pulled that off if he became the kind of guy who could wear spiky gel dyed hair, but not yet. I can't find it, but I definitely remember that. Uh, I definitely. Re- oh no! Is this it? Uh, there's ads playing. I don't have time for this. Okay, yeah, but I I I couldn't find it, but I do remember that, and it does haunt me to this day. Okay, so my favorite. I did find it. I can send it to you. It's Yoshi's send Island, it, apparently. Yes, <laughs> oh, send grotesque. it. In Yoshi's Island. So it's not even Kirby. No, but it is which Mario, would make sense. Though. That's a yeah. game. Anyway, okay. Mm. So put it in the chat, and I'll and I'll and I, I might play it for the. Uh, for the end, but um, I, I haven't looked at this article yet, but my favorite, it was always, and this was the one that was sent to me kind of recently, and it's, so it's the top of mind. It is the uh, Link to the Past Japanese commercial. Have you guys seen mm, that? Where yeah. they're, it's like all of these, they're like basically doing like a thriller type dance. Oh, oh, this sounds vaguely familiar. And it's like kind of like Japanese hip hop is playing in the back and they're all like dancing and like <laughs> Ganon comes out and they like dance battle him. It's like a rules. full short film. I'm watching <laughs> like, it right now. It t- yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. Um, so that's my favorite. Let's go through some of these and see if we can even remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Halo Three Believe <gasps> commercial. Yes. Okay. Th- they're like I what seen this one. This is. This is not where they're. To- oh, are they? To- they're action figures. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. It's a beautiful piano. Yeah, man. Yeah. Xbox at this point, this it also makes me think of the Gears of War Mad World commercial. Like right. Xbox that is the at next that one point, on the list. Is yeah. it okay? Yeah. <laughs> Xbox yeah. figured out that like you can have your silly gory games, but if you put just a like a a sprinkling seasoning of emotion in them. Right. Us us boys. <laughs> We were ready. I for, can't to believe you just bit. said that. I can't believe you just said that because that's exactly what they did. Yeah. With every with every game, <laughs> they gave you the hardest, most macho game you've ever seen in your life, <laughs> and then we're just like, and at one point, a character will cry a little, and that's it. And then you're like, whoa, this game has heart and depth. The it medium is Gears moving of, forward. Gears of War has no depth. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I haven't played the maybe the fifth one does maybe they, maybe got better um, that first one though fun no depth uh, Assassin's Creed teardrop I don't remember this and there's also no preview for mm. it so huh but yeah the the Gears of War Mad World oh the Mad World trailer also I blame for out now every trailer has like a a very popular pop song slowed way down and sung by like a breathy vocalist mm. you know. That makes it sound more intense, I guess, I'm or serious. I'm on the outside. I'm looking in, and it's like you know, like, uh, and it'll be like I don't know, Iron Man in the trailer, right? <laughs> Pun- punching Thanos or something. Oh my god, uh, I'm watching this. This is insane. That this the Mad is World what- one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's looking at a statue. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's one that I definitely remember. That I definitely love. The original Super Smash Brothers live action trailer um, to the song. Uh, what is it like? 
Uh, so um, happy together. So, so happy together. Great, great. Uh, we would like to play. You guys remember this commercial? No. It's a Wii commercial. Oh, it's, oh the dudes like, come to your house, right? Come to their door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember a lot of these. Yep. And they show like they show a suburban white family the <laughs> way of the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> And then mom even gets involved. And mom's haircut in this commercial is so 2004. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, okay, of course we have the Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Well, that might be the most successful ad campaign of all time. Yeah. For for a video game, I think. it It really, whatever it was about that slogan, we all believed it. We were just right. like, Man, Nintendo just sucks. (laughs) And that almost is kind of like to a certain like subset of folks. Like that's kind of how Nintendo still feels to this day. They're like, yeah, little kid games. Like it's all cutesy. And uh, it's too bad because uh, Kirby fights God quite often. Yeah, there is some definitely some Lovecraftian (laughs) (laughs) elements to most Nintendo games. Um, Ice Hockey by Activision. This is an Atari commercial that stars Phil Hartman. Anyone seen this? I have not seen that. Yeah. It's called Ice Hockey? Yeah. Ice Hockey? It starts out with Phil Hartman going up to a counter and he just goes to a guy. He's like, do you have Ice Hockey by Activision? <laughs> and he's like dressed like a dad, like with a sweater yeah. and a tie. Also, what is with the salesman? He almost kisses the guy at the end too. He's like, his face gets so close to him. This game is making him go insane. Oh. Yeah. yeah uh, what about hot. this Kingdom Hearts Simple and Clean? Hmm. That's like the theme song was for the, the first song. game. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's just this is just kind of a, a cinematic trailer for the game. God, the first really game it had such an impact on me. Me too. Me too. What is okay. the, uh, are it's we like the find the uh, version? Crash Bandicoot with the man's face coming out of his teeth. Oh, what? that's great. I wonder if that's in here. Hold on. We got we got a couple more. Uh Pitfall. For the Atari, it's another Atari one starring Jack Black from 1982. What? As a child. Was he like a name? Wait, he was a child. Okay. Yeah. It starts out with him being like, dude, I saw Jack Black recently. Uh, I was at the New Beverly, uh, the theater in Hollywood. Yeah, we were seeing uh, Decision to Leave, the... the, um, but Korean movie and uh, Jack Black. I was like in line for concessions and he's just in line <laughs> for concessions. And it, I, so if I'm Jack Black, I'm, I'm in a hoodie, maybe sunglasses. I'm like in, or at least a, a ball cap. He's wearing like a Hawaiian print t-shirt. Like <laughs> he's practically glowing and he's yelling. He's like yelling with people in line. He's like, what'd you think about that? Okay, great. Yeah. And he gets up to the line okay. at the front of the line. And he's like, and his voice is so iconic and recognizable. Mm-hmm. 
it's he, he gets up his line and he's I like, "I have one I ticket, will... please." Yes, yeah, he's kind of <laughs> like that. He he's at the concessions and he goes, "I'll take uh, I'll take uh, raisinets." And the lady goes, "Do you want dark chocolate or milk chocolate?" And he goes, "What? Give me one of each." <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was like, "He's being the most Jack Black I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the best." He is it as advertised. That's more than we could yeah. ever hope for, honestly. That mm-hmm. makes me really yeah. happy that he is like that in real life. Yeah, and this kid, this teenager, he might have been like 16, 17 years old, like a kid, was not leaving him alone in line, and he was being so gracious Aww. and kind. He was, the really kid sweet. kept asking, like, well, have you seen this other movie? Have you seen this movie? <laughs> have you seen this movie? He's like freaking out, and the Jack Black's <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, is that? do you like that one? I was just like, man, Jack Black's the coolest. All right, <laughs> there's no more good commercials on this list, but uh, McCullough did bring up the Crash Bandicoot one, which is great. There's so many Crash Bandicoot commercials that would probably be worth yeah. our time to look at with just I like know. a dude in a suit. Or yeah, <laughs> Alex like... Berg was cast as uh, Alec Berg. What's his name? Who's the improviser? Yeah, Alec Berg. He was cast as Crash Bandicoot for a while. That's funny. Because it feels like yeah. there's two Crash Bandicoots. There's marketing dude in suit Crash Bandicoot and Crash yes. Bandicoot from the games. They're two completely different personas, yet they <laughs> are part of the same product and character. He also, I feel like that the the human persona of, of Crash Bandicoot also kind of made fun of Nintendo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he drove to Nintendo's parking lot and was like, uh, fuck you, Mario. I yeah. can spin. Yeah, right. I don't remember what. Like there's nothing about Crash Bandicoot that is inherently like aggressive or like a, a response to Mario I feel like so right. I kind of I, I don't yeah. know why this works so well for me that he was just like taking it to the Nintendo man god bless Crash yeah. Bandicoot <laughs> I I auditioned to play Crash Bandicoot oh yeah <laughs> when Alec Berg got it um, interesting for that round and I got far enough where they put the costume on me Really? So it was, yeah. It was, it was like, it was one of those like Hollywood moments where I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. I'm like, actually, <laughs> this isn't like a back lot in Santa Monica where I feel like maybe it's illegal what's going on. This seems like I, a legitimate operation. I remember you telling us about this and then you said you didn't get crashed, but they did offer you Dingo Dial, but you turned yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be in yeah. as many scenes, you know? Right. They offered me Croc. You're, you're he above. Didn't, he didn't get a commercial. He didn't get a commercial. He just. I just had to be Croc at home. <laughs> uh, all right, that's the news. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk all about these wonderful, scary uh, basement movie lovers. S- stay tuned. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I am here with Roxy Polk and Michael McCaller here to talk about the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. Now, the reason why I have you guys on is because you guys have recently joined our Patreon. You're going to be contributing uh, at least one monthly show with us. You're chopping it up on the Games Club. You've decided to take a Super NPCs episode. I mean, this is huge (laughs) for us. This is... I mean, specifically for me. I can't wait. This is so oh, yeah. much less work. You're taking off of my 
a plate. But uh, the listeners, I think, know you both. If you're if you're like a hardcore listener of this show or Call Me by Your Game, you know these two individually. You've heard them on episodes of stuff. Uh, if you're a fan of the Resident Evil uh, Games Club, for example, I know that uh, both you guys were on that Resident Evil Eight episode with me. Uh, that was a long time ago, but um, but yeah, it's good to catch up. I, I really just kind of wanted to open it up to you guys and kind of talk a little bit about who you are, kind of how you started to collaborate together and what's the nature of your collaboration? Like, what do you guys like to discuss and cover? So let's start there. Like, what's what's the story here? How did you guys end up getting together? Well, well I think we- it... Should we start at the beginning, Mikey? We're both so excited. Yeah, I know. I was like, am I going to talk over, Mikey? I just love friendship. Go ahead. Should should we start at the beginning, Mikey, where we first met all those years ago? (laughs) In art school? Uh, Me and Mikey are actually college buddies, believe it or not. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was going to guess you met through Twitch. That's how we reconnected, kind of, I would Mm -hmm. say. Um, yeah, we went to art school together and we were both, uh, taking classes, learning to draw at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Roxy had like a short stint in Los Angeles and we hung out a bunch then. And then when Roxy yeah. moved to Portland, you know, we adrift as friends do. And then, yeah, when we both started getting into Twitch, I like saw Roxy was Twitch streaming and I started Twitch streaming and we just hung out in each other's chat and yeah, yeah. Something we did in college a bunch was I, me specifically, I would sit down and play through a Resident Evil game while Roxy watched. Yeah, and- we do it like during, I remember finals week in particular, right? It was Metal Gear. Like we played through all of the Resident Evil games and mm-hmm. Metal Gear games in college, I believe, right? Yes. Oh. Uh, there was one finals where I got done with all of my shit super early and we sat down and played through Metal Gear Solid 3 oh. while like Roxy <laughs> and uh, our other friend Francesca just like sat and like drew, right? Like their homework, yeah. their finals are drawing so you can kind oh, of right. have something on in the background and that was me. Right. Yeah. And we like stayed up all night because I was like, I'm going to beat Metal Gear Solid 3 tonight. And mm-hmm. there's this weird little like pretty hard to control driving section at the end of yes. Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Is it and on then, motorcycle, and, I think? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're in a motorcycle. And then you crash and there's more game and you have to be like <laughs> stealthy while you're injured. And I lost my mind. He really <laughs> did. I needs to be over. I want to go to sleep. Yeah. I've never seen this. Mikey like that before. Like you were silent when you were like, okay, <laughs> when you finished it, you just said nothing and we're like, okay, I need to go home now. Yeah. I love and it's also such an emotionally stirring ending to a game too that like the caller being so angry. It's like I just can't even so care funny. about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's great. Okay, cool. So there's actually some precedent here then for gaming between the two of you guys mm-hmm. and specifically horror games. Like if you were playing through Resident Evil at the time. Uh, that kind of means that they're, you know what I mean? Like that you guys are, you guys were already primed for this Twitch lifestyle, living states away from each other, like kind of watching yeah. play stuff. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. That's cool. It, it is interesting how little our friendship has changed living in different <laughs> states. Yeah. <laughs> more or less what it was. So then you guys moved into supporting each other through Twitch. I knew, I knew, cause that, and that's how I think I first heard of Roxy was like, 
you were either watching Roxy stream something or you guys were maybe playing something together mm-hmm. at first. And then possibly, yeah. We do play a lot and of then games I remember too. I would watch you guys play on Twitch. This was back when I was living with Rachel and Garrett, so like a whole apartment ago. But after me and McCaller lived together, mm-hmm. you mm. guys were I would I would like be on my phone and just sort of have it on in the background of whatever I was doing. And uh, specifically, were you guys doing scary games? Is that sort of Resident Evil games? Is that what would you play together? We played some I, of those I, dark picture games together because like those are co op. Oh right, maybe oh, little horror. nightmares too. I mean, play I play that? that game a lot. Uh, Mikey yeah. might be playing it this year too, maybe. Um, yeah, it's on the docket. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, we were we were doing a lot of that. That was kind of how Scary Basement. We realized like how much we both were into scary games, and um, we were like playing them together and co-streaming. You know, certainly Resident Evil games, but like mm-hmm. yeah, hitting those dark picture games. Uh, and realizing, like, I've always felt like I'm really bad about watching movies. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I haven't seen many. And yeah. so Roxy and I were like, and then we also watched um, the Chucky show on USA. I feel like yeah. that was kind of the impetus. It was like, oh, we like watching oh. this stuff. Yeah. Wait, the Chucky show, the newest one? Yeah. The one that's I by, mean, we- actually by, uh, what's his name? The uh, Mr. Mr. Chucky. Don yeah. Don Mancini. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's supposed to be great. I have it. I. You know. So. So I had a Chucky podcast that I started. Wait, at, specifically for Chucky. It was called Chatting About Chucky. Oh my god. <laughs> and me and Eric Koppel, because when Eric, so Eric was a buddy of ours that uh, I met him. McCaller did I mean, I met him in a class before you but then eric and me and you all were in a level four improv class together and i signed up for it because eric was like hey i'm signing up for this class you should take it then eric dropped (laughs) the class and so but then we became friends yeah uh eric ended up on my night got disillusioned with uh, being in hollywood period and moved to colorado so wow he, he had a complete uproot and left but he but he wanted to keep in touch and i think just do a podcast and so we ended up doing chatting about Chucky, which is we just cover the entire Chucky franchise. That's fun. And then that has morphed into we've done now for like four years. We've mm-hmm. just covered, uh, we're <laughs> like just so many different directors and and franchises. We did all the Final Destination movies. We did amazing. Uh, now, right now, we're doing uh, Little Marty, which is a half Martin Scorsese, half Adam Sandler podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we just take turns doing Adam Sandler. Martin real real anyway. heaven and hell thing there. <laughs> yes, <going>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is why, which is why I know so much about the cobbler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, wondering where your cobbler lore knowledge came from. <laughs> right. So that, but uh, so you guys were watching the Chucky show, which I haven't even seen. I haven't, I still have not seen the show. I heard it's great. So I uh, they, I haven't watched season yeah. two. It's like on season two now. Um, yes. Yeah, they bring back Jennifer Tilly for it. They bring back all the greats. I yeah, think, uh, show. I feel like I didn't finish season one, and so I'm at some point going to sit down and just 
We should really just do a rewatch, Mikey. When when you got a free weekend, (laughs) just watch it. One of the cool things about that show is they launch like episode one on YouTube for free. So like we watched it live on Twitch with like uh, our community audiences as well. So it was a super fun experience. Just everybody Mm -hmm. screaming and yelling. (laughs) Is that what made you guys like, so how did it turn into, we should do a podcast and then specifically about scary non-game content, like movies and stuff. Um, I think it's just like I had seen so many scary movies and okay. Mikey was not as good at watching movies, but has <laughs> has st- still by his own admission. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I but, fucking uh, suck, dude. Yeah, Let's all do. get it out there. Yeah, Mikey sucks. I'm illiterate with movies. Mm, he's seen like one movie. <laughs> Only one movie. And why is it? And it was cobbler? the cobbler. <laughs> and it was the cobbler. <laughs> Uh, so I think it was just about kind of suggesting ones to watch and just being like, I, I said this earlier, but Resident Evil is one of my favorite gaming series. And it's like Mikey's ultimate favorite gaming series. I know you really like it, too, Jeremy. Um, yeah. So I think it was a lot of just us playing Resident Evil games and then talking about them and then being like, we like other horror stuff, too. What about movies? And then, yeah, just kind of more from there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so Roxy, take me, I want to focus on you for a second. You're kind of a horror movie fan. Yes, I watched too many of them, for better or worse. I've seen oh, many good ones and many bad ones, like I guess yeah. any genre is going to have. Right. <laughs> give me a, give me like a, maybe like a, a top three horror films. What's like maybe your, some of your favorites? Uh, The Thing and Alien are mm-hmm. probably my my two faves uh hard hard to choose maybe maybe the thing i'd say probably the thing is my favorite if i had to choose cool. it's so hard to pick a favorite movie but uh yeah, yeah the original thing uh so good and it was we did it on the podcast too it wasn't like the first one we did um but it yeah. was like uh definitely our first year we got mm-hmm. to do the thing it was early and we yeah yeah i hadn't seen the thing <laughs> yes was, right uh what a revelation which that's kind of yeah. amazing too, being able to like show Mikey these blind too. Like some of them I've seen many times, uh, and it's like I get to revisit them with yeah. fresh eyes almost when we do it for the podcast. Because mm-hmm. you know, plenty of times I will see a movie and then not really talk about it with anyone afterwards because I don't know anyone else who's watching the amount of horror movies. <laughs> I have. Yeah, podcasting is so interesting for that reason of like you didn't realize you had this many thoughts about something until. Put someone put the screws to you to talk about it, you know. I'll say, uh, doing Scary Basement, a lot of times what happens is as Roxy and I are talking about it, it happens a ton. It just happened on The Shining, which we just uh, hmm. put out an episode about, where it's like in the middle of talking about it, I'll realize what I actually think about the movie. Like, yeah, I kind of need <laughs> yeah. that like talking space to figure it out. Like, we were talking about how The Shining is about like the cyclical violence of white men just taking whatever they want from other people. Yeah. And then we were also kind of talking about how Stanley Kubrick was so cruel uh, to Shelley right. Duvall through it. And yeah. we were like, yeah. and we were everybody like, in oh, general, shit. man, too. Stanley yeah. Kubrick is the next iteration yeah. of Jack Torrance. Yeah. Like he's doing the thing he's criticizing in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like such yeah. a cool revelation that I hadn't really thought of before. And um, yeah, I love this notion because you, you're exactly right. Podcasting, like you need this time to talk about your thoughts. But for me, it's very much a, I need this time for my thoughts to tumble out of my, uh, yeah. uh overwired anxiety brain. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we both just love stories so much and being able to talk and analyze stories. Like, I, I'm always saying this, like, even if a movie is bad, it's still fun to talk about. Like, it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. fun to talk about stories, man. It's I love it. Yeah. I, I think there's a podcast called, uh, what is it called? Like, No Movie is Bad or mm. not a, There's Not a Bad Movie or something like that. And mm. it's like, I, I'm getting the title wrong, but it's a very clever title that's just basically like that exact idea like of like I love that there is no there is no bad games there are no bad movies like mm-hmm. they're all it's either the greatest thing ever or totally fucked and fun <laughs> for a different reason yeah. you know yeah um I don't yeah. know that I necessarily agree because I do get sad when like a movie is a clearly going for something and fails Right. Um, which I think the the big example of that is 30 Days of Night. <laughs> like you can tell what they're trying to say in that movie and what it's about. And it just sucks. But I also think it's a, a bummer B when like it's boring. Like I love That's, a, a yeah, big fucked boring, up mess. Boring is the, the problem. Boring yeah. is the unforgivable sin. I yeah. think anything yeah. can commit, including a person. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Boring sucks. Um, I agree with that. So. Yeah, I would love so, so McCaller now shifting focus to you just a tiny bit. Since since doing this podcast, what is a big thing you've realized about horror films that you maybe didn't know before? I I I feel like I may have been like dancing around this idea, but like uh Jeremy, you and I met through doing comedy. Like I don't know yeah. that I necessarily realized how close horror and comedy yeah. Are <laughs> like uh, they're the same almost. Yeah, it, it's all about like just surprising people and doing something that you like playing with expectations, like yeah, horror subverting. Horror is essentially set up punchline. Like we it show a a, a a a a normal person, and then that's our setup, and then we get punchlines when the uh, machete goes through their uh, exposed breasts. Yeah, like, it, uh, it realizing how much like. I giggle when things are scary and fucked up and yeah. sad. Like I, I yeah. like my my stress release is giggling, and uh, it was really exciting to kind of realize, like, oh, I as a writer, like, oh, I can write horror just fine because I yeah. kind of already like see the bones of it from what I've been writing in the comedy world. And you see that with like, uh, you know, so how many comedians turn into famous horror film directors, you know, like Jordan Peele obviously is like the big one right now. But I think it's like that laugh response is also so funny, too, because it's exactly how I react to anything I like. Anything I yeah. like, if it's like, if it's like a good dramatic moment, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I just like, anytime something is just, anything gets nailed, I'm just like, I love it. And I laugh as a cleverness. Anything I, I think something is clever, I'm like, I laugh. Mm-hmm. If it's super, if it was just like a super well done horror sequence, I'm laughing. I just, I just, yeah. R- Roxy, what's your big reaction? Are you a screamer? Are you like a Kevin McAllister? Ah! <laughs> uh no unfortunately i'm more of the uh i i will laugh at it at times um yeah. or i'll just be oh like yeah that that was cool uh it's kind of a notorious yeah. thing that mikey jumps at jump scares and i don't it's like a running uh, gag i guess yeah, yeah. Um, i feel like there are a bunch of like twitch clips of like uh-huh. something scary happening and me like falling out of my chair and rocky roxy just like deadpan <laughs> looking yeah, like, into camera yeah, like yeah, nodding yeah, yeah. along <laughs> yeah be like interesting interesting <laughs> Well, that's and great. it could okay. have just been from watching so many of them. Like I, I was the one at sleepover parties as a kid who would make my friends watch horror movies when they maybe some of them were too spooked to watch it. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, we have this Patreon show that you guys are going to be doing. Um, yeah. Yes, it's behind a paywall, but we will be releasing previews and, and stuff so you can kind of get a glimpse into what's going on over there. But tell us a little bit about Press X to Scream. Great title, by the way. Love the title. What's <laughs> the... Uh, what is sort of the format here for the show? Do we think? Uh, it's going to be, so every episode of the Scary Basement podcast, uh, the, we have a, a, there's a demon robot who lives in the Scary Basement. That's Named right. The, his name demon is Demonbot. Bot. Yep. <laughs> and he assigns us a movie to watch. And so on Press X to Scream, he is, uh, <laughs> it's almost more cruel. He is uh, hoping that we've played a video game. And okay. the the way we, the way we defeat him is by playing and discussing <laughs> and yeah. uh, gotcha. having and giving a rating to uh, a movie or in the in press X extreme cases a video game. Yeah, it didn't okay. scare us enough for our souls to leave our bodies. So uh, right, we're, we're, we still live to review another day. <laughs> live to review another day. Yeah. I love that. So That's yeah, cool. each month we'll uh, pick a different video game and review it and talk about it and. Um, kind of do the same sort of analysis we do with movies you know we we're big like theme mm -hmm. uh harbingers like that's kind of been my big uh movie review and video game review it's like i don't like a review that's just like this is good i like a review that's like this made me think about this in my life yeah and how yeah. i can change so we're gonna do that kind of stuff to uh all the scary video games we've been playing and one of the great things about it is, like, this was something we had been talking about around the inception of Scary Basement, even. Like, we have a couple yeah. episodes where, like, we review Soma. We did an episode about Polybius um, where we were kind of, like, kicking around this idea. Um, and it kind of dropped off. So this gives us an opportunity to be able to do that again and even more focus with video games, which we love. So, yeah. I, I, you know, specifically doing horror games and horror movies to some extent is like also kind of an easier task to take down, especially if you love horror games, because they're usually on the shorter side, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like, I think the idea is that a Some developer can't, can't make you sit. Well, I guess that's right. But yeah. like, but like, I've noticed that like, you know, my resident evil eight playthrough is like, I don't know, seven hours. It's like not long, you know, it's like, because I don't think they can make you sit there in, in that universe for that long. Like, I think you can finish Silent Hill in the same amount of time, too. Silent Hill 2, anyway. Like, mm -hmm. so it's like, those are kind of, if you have a month to play something, it's like kind of a, it's a doable thing. Yeah, it, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to find out. You're <laughs> I, not doing I, the Xenoblade Chronicles podcast. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> that is my thing. I, I do, uh, it, like, anything over five hours, I, I am a little bit like, how dare you? It has to earn it, I guess. I there has to be a reason. Like, yeah. In general, yeah. TV seasons, wow. I think they should be no more than four episodes if they're hour longs. I don't have time. I got so yeah. much Marvel Snap to play, you guys. Dude, East, East, I, me and Jackie, I, I, she'd never seen Eastbound and Down, the show. Uh, the And I showed, I was like, let's, she wanted a comedy, something like I turned out, I was like, let's watch Eastbound and Down. We were done with the first season in three hours it's we perfect. sat down and it was like it's the so length perfect. of a long movie because it's six episodes half an hour long each okay so, I and i was it. like i was like we just did the whole first season we accomplished something tonight <laughs> it was like crazy uh I, so i totally agree less is more always less is more if you if you see a runtime of a film and it's 93 minutes i'm like 
you just saved my life. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Well, I think when you put so much into like that tightly packed experience like that, it's just way more effective than like dragging the same thing out over more hours. Yeah. Like more hours doesn't equal good. And I think a lot of times some people will view games that way where it's like, oh, yeah. man, it's so short. It's like, yeah, that's not a bad thing. Like, why are you saying it like it's a bad thing? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, what are some games that you are excited to discuss? Uh, well, first of all, what's everyone's favorite horror game here? Like their favorite uh, one that they keep going back to. I mean, mine is probably Resident Evil 2, although I really love Silent Hill 2 as mm. well. Um, what about you guys? I think exactly the same answer. Resident Evil 2 remake <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Resident yeah. Evil 2 remake, I love it so much. I I would say the remake is on par with that original game for me. Yeah, it's one of my uh, favorite games of all time. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, obviously my favorite video game of all time is Resident Evil 2, so that is the answer. But I guess more recently, a game that like really gotten my bones, uh, mm -hmm. Inscription. That's is right. that a horror game? It is very, very much a horror game. Uh, oh. Very scary. Uh, keeps finding new ways to surprise you with the kind of horror that it's doing. Yeah, um, that director just does that with his games. It's very interesting. Like he finds a different way to subvert and your expectations and surprise. What, you, what other games has he done? Uh, Pony Island is like Pony Island. Yeah. I'm gonna play this now. I I kind of no one has ever pitched it as a horror game. They've only ever said it's a card game with a quirky story. I wonder if they're trying to like lure you in with that, so that when you get to the horror, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, they yes, would have yeah. lured me in right away by yeah. just saying it's yeah. it gets spooky because I, I I'm a I'm a horror nut myself. So yeah, Hell you're yeah. gonna love Inscription. Inscription is okay. uh is scary and surprising and uh and yeah. just like a great card game. Like is my Inscription. I also had to delete from my PlayStation Five. You get a, a an endless runner version of that card game. Oh, my really? brain oh. latches on games. to card games. Uh, it's a secret to Mikey's yeah. brain. <laughs> wow okay that's great that's great um so uh what's what so what's it what is an episode that you guys are excited to do i mean would inscription fall under that or like what what uh because i know we have our favorites but like what are some what are some ones we're kind of on the horizon looking at that we're like excited about let's tease let's tease and tantalize the listener yeah we have a couple that we've got like for sure and then a couple that we're kicking around mikey what what do you what would you like to talk about do you think the one that I, yeah. I think is a, a fun premise that we're going to do this month is uh, we're going to do Dead Space. Ooh, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> if the reviews for the remake are good, we're going to do that one. And if they're not, we're going to do the original. <laughs> yeah. I love so it. We, yeah. can, we can promise Dead Space. Um, but we'll see what I, I got burned by the Callisto protocol. Not that I played it, but it just like it looked, oh. it looked so good and oh, I was very God. excited yeah. about it. And the re reviews came out and it committed the cardinal sin. It sounds like it sounds like it was just boring. It was. Yeah. I watched a playthrough because I was like, the, there's no way in hell I'm going to play this after these amount of reviews and like people that I trust saying this. But I was like, OK, I want to see it for myself, though, because yeah. maybe a playthrough can convince me that I want to play it. Um, and right. it did not. It did the exact opposite. I was like, yes, mm. I'm glad I didn't spend my time or money on this. Uh, the, um, it ends the... with DLC bait. It's not an ending. <laughs> it's just DLC bait. Like, please pay more for our game. It's awful. That, is, that was a big 
Sony title that bit the dust at there yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't have God of War, it would have been Callisto Protocol all in on the market. Such a bummer. It seems yeah. like they spend a lot of time on it. There's like Hollywood actors in it, you know, with their likenesses. Yeah. Uh, it looks great. Like it's got very. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the problems with it at launch. Like the frame rate was so bad because it was like so overloaded. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like Returnal to me a little bit, mm. where I was like, it was like. Oh, I should just. I need to play Returnal. <laughs> I just remember that's there you thought. go. I should play Returnal. I do want to play um, Returnal. Uh, well, great guys. I mean, this has been this has been a lot of fun. I'm excited to hear what you guys have in store for us. Um, it sounds like uh the coverage uh on the Patreon is is also just going to be an extension of what you guys are already doing on your podcast, which sounds like a lot of fun. And people who listen to this show should definitely hop on over and listen to Scary uh, Basement, um, uh, podcast. Uh. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up and and, and plug uh, away anything you haven't mentioned about the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. You can go ahead and do that now and and or your socials. Uh, we have uh, a Twitter and an Instagram for the Scary Basement. Uh, so it is Scary Basement. Sorry. You might have to edit around this. I apologize. Uh, scary I basement. I yeah. refuse to edit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, scary Long basement silence. pod on Instagram at scary basement pod, and then scary yes. underscore basement okay. on Twitter. Let's see, I got them ah. flipped. So thank you. Ah. <laughs> and and Roxy, where can people find you specifically? Um, I am on Twitter and Twitch, both as Red Mage Roxy, and I stream on Twitch three days a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Beautiful, Mikey McCaller. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Secret Blimp and Twitch at twitch.tv slash Secret Blimp. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Again, you know, listen to their podcast. Uh, listen to Call Me By Your Game. Listen to The Reactivators. All of these shows show up on our network, patreon.com slash supernpcradio. It's a really good time over there. We just launched our Discord. Um, I will continue to put the Discord link yeah. into the show notes for you to join. It is uh it's just a lot of fun like like the people that are involved in the patreon and helping out with that and subscribing to the patreon uh you know we're all we're we're all a little family you know mm -hmm. and i like to call people who give me money my children you know uh <laughs> oh, you're all my children so um but yeah we have a lot of stuff uh going on this year that's going to be really fun including a couple of brand new shows just for no reason just brand new shows because we want to do them i know i will be doing my own little version of a movie podcast over there i think I'm very I, excited I can about announce that. It, uh, that now it's gonna, it's going to be called movie shitheads and uh <laughs> it's a very it's a very low stakes, low barrier of entry movie <laughs> podcast where people go up, show up. They they talk about whatever they've been thinking about about movies recently, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, it'll probably be a rotating cast of people over there. Um, the uh, uh, but then of course we have Press X to Scream, which is coming out. The Bonk Boys will continue, and our Super Mario sixty four Games Club is. I got to say so much fun. Uh, that recording was an eternity long and I still had a great time the yeah. whole time. Um, so uh, yeah, I think future episodes will also not be as long, unfortunately, um, because the uh, intro ones, Makes because the intro ones we covered. So, I mean, we literally spent 30 minutes talking about how Mario moves. So yeah. <laughs> and then the 3DS version, not even the version that we're all playing. <laughs> yeah yeah right so we won't uh we won't be doing that again but um anyways uh you can uh again 
uh, go to patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Um, if you, uh, if you like, uh, my show, video games, a comedy show, uh, you know, consider going to your, your local Apple podcasts and, uh, and, uh, rating and reviewing, you know, I don't often uh, encourage, uh, people to go over there and rate and review stuff because I'm bad at, uh, marketing and stuff <laughs> and business but uh we do i do we do have a couple of new um uh uh reviews here that i will uh read on the show let's see Wonderful. here from from some user's name i can't say l u h j c x d it rocks love all the podcasts each one is interesting and funny. Very happy I came across this podcast. Also, <laughs> this show introduced me to all the other shows of Super NPC. Each member on the podcast has an amazing personality. Always there to make me smile or laugh or just find something out about some video games. Very interesting, and it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> they just had so much to say. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, from Mike uh, Grige, uh uh, Mario has the wettest jumper, and I put him on the list. For folks who don't know what that means, <laughs> it is a Mikey Stevens quote. Okay. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. Bye-bye for now.